0: Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 1125. August 3rd, 2023. 99 degrees on this day in 1941 and 46 degrees on this day in 1971. That's why I think Newsweek ran the, uh, the Blue Planet on the cover to scare people because uh, the early 70s were chilly. Sure, And then because the Blue Planet wasn't uh,
1: terrifying enough, wasn't
0: terrifying enough, they went to, to the red uh, situation. Uh, Aquacide, I hope you're using it. It's been a great swimming season, and it will continue to be a great swimming season, especially if you've used Aquacide products to keep your beachfront free of weeds and algae and unwanted vegetation and all the stuff the kids keep questioning you about. The products are made in White Bear Lake. They're easy to use. They work quickly. They've been vetted by all the proper scientists. So all you got to do is go down to the lakefront, take your cell phone, and stand there and go, you, look at this. What the <laughs> hell is junk. this? I don't want this. And call Aquacide, describe that. They'll help you understand it. They'll get you the right products, and your swimming area will be looking like a million bucks the rest of the year. Call Aquacide at one 800 328-9350 or go to aquaside.com and now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of spoon lake it's garage logic with chris Reavers manning technology corner i kenny olson from the crabby coffee shop john Hight in the newsroom and of course the rookie here is your flashlight king fireworks commissioner and the keeper of common sense your mayor Joe Sucher. I want to get something out of the way because it's on my computer screen. And it's you'll a,
1: forget if you get rid of
0: it? No, it won't print in such a way as oh. to let me read the material. But it's a double-secret emergency in terms of the closer you get to the tallest countries, uh, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings and just who is running for office. I was made aware today that in in St. Paul for the city council seat for Ward One, which I believe is pretty much downtown. All right, we have a woman running named Sus, Suz S U Z. Maybe it's Suze. What? Suz. Suz. Worley. And I I don't know her. I don't know of her, but I've received her. I've called up her uh, campaign material. And you know, to Suz Worley's credit, she's running.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. On what's what's her big? Platform? GLers aren't running. That's a good
0: point. And this is what we're left with. I don't mean to disparage Suz Worley by saying <laughs> this is what we're left with, but this is what we're left with. Uh, again, I have told you for years, the outgoing candidates you have will make you. Regret losing them. Rue the day. When you see the incoming candidates, hmm. they continue to become lesser and lesser citizens of America. I don't mean ethnically. I just mean right. less and less concerned about what made the United States. And here's sus or sues. If it was going to be sues. Well, if it was going to be sues, where's the E? Her name is Susan. Give me the so, damn E. I
1: think she'll go with Oh, Suze. well, wait a minute. Does that get the... Yes,
0: as long as it doesn't have an E. <laughs> Suze Worley. Okay, I am running for Ward 1 City Council All right. on a three-pronged platform okay. of Streets for All Justice in supporting songbirds and pollinators. <laughs>
1: wait, huh? wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, now. Streets for All. Okay. Yeah. Because... Not everybody has access to streets? Well, she would wish to,
0: well, I can tell you what she wishes to do, make them more bikeable and walkable. Oh, boy. All right. <clears throat> Again, it's the internal combustion engine that pretty much made the country. Right. And the, the the current breed of politician, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, would disabuse you of the internal combustion engine. That's passe. I'm leading up to a theory I have. Today I've came up with a really great theory. Uh, it's, it's so great you could just shoot her out of the water in 10 seconds, but I'll get to it. <laughs> and anyway, she wishes to invest in systems that make St. Paul more accessible to people with disabilities. Okay. And make sure our sidewalks, city buildings, websites, and city-sponsored events are ADA compliant.
2: Aren't they already?
0: I, I would think so. She's a big fan of the 2040 plan. Construct and make available affordable housing in the Twin Cities. Uh, uh, she wants the rent control. Uh, promote native plantings on city properties and provide resources to St. Paul residents so they have the ability to transform their communities into habitats for endangered birds and insects. So somehow the government would have wow. to become involved and in, in paying for that uh, under justice, uh, no one, of course, would ever have bad behavior to these people. Right. The The behavior problems are police problems. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So monitor police actions and provide for a civilian review board to oversee police and provide feedback working with the mayor's office to, well, good luck getting the mayor because he's never in his office. Right. With the mayor's office to ensure racial, gender, and LGBT equity and reduce and hopefully prevent violent interactions between vulnerable communities and the police. And again, it would be that no civilian ever misbehaves. Right. Uh, okay Uh, improve transparency in city government and expedite compliance with the Freedom of Information Act support the expansion of Mayor Carter's guaranteed basic income program sure Sure, you should get basic income Uh, uh, the construction of Highway 94 split the Rondo neighborhood in half destroying a prosperous black neighborhood that is feeling the effects I support a reparations program of course she does to help uh, the right and wrongs of this and other. Rook, in the meantime, yep. see what you can find out about her for me personally. Okay. Yeah, S-U-Z. I,
2: looking, I got it.
0: W-O-E. I got it. Yeah. I, is she a uh, recent uh, college grad? Does she got a job? Does she? I, I don't know anything about S.U.S. What
1: type of birds does she like? Except, again,
0: I preface this by saying, hey, she's running. Where's the g to run? Support, of course, she's a big fan of the St. Paul Teachers Union, and uh, she would just bankrupt us like all the rest of them. (laughs) And she plans to uh, get feedback from the community, and she would love to meet you either remotely or face-to-face. Okay, so there there you have a candidate for Ward 1. Well, who's going to defeat her? Who's going to run to defeat this crackpot? Now, I I paid you a compliment, Suze, but uh, it's not going to stop me from calling you a crackpot. You're a crackpot ideologically. <laughs> you ideologically fit the agenda of just what's happening to this country. The closer you get to the country's tallest buildings.
1: As you were going through the... the- you've probably... I'm going to go out on
0: a limb and think, she probably hasn't worked at many jobs, Rook. I don't know what That's you're fair. finding, That's but... That's
2: fair. I'm, lo- I, is, uh,
3: I'm trying to be on her Facebook or- to see if she has she- any... Go ahead, she, She's currently employed by Sleep Number as an IT representative. She loves oh. her job because she gets to help people who aren't comfortable well, with technology. Well, that's
0: great. She's working for the private sector.
3: There you go. Mm-hmm. All All right. Augsburg, Augsburg University. Augsburg Failed Academy. All right. Academy. Do we have a degree? Doesn't say degree. In her recent past, she also worked as a tutor for kids learning English and as a PCA. What's a PCA?
1: Personal uh, Care personal... Assistant.
3: Yeah, for a client who uses a wheelchair, both those jobs providing kind oh, of That's the insight. ADA
1: causes, sure.
3: Okay. Uh, Sue's has worked for a variety of candidates in the past, including former Representative Susan Allen, Vice Chair of CD3, Mike Aruf, Aruf, Aruf mm-hmm. and former City Council Member Philippe Cunningham.
0: Oh,
1: good.
3: Philippe Cunningham.
0: Well, well, that that's a that's not a mark of honor on your resume, Sue's working Hopkins for Hopkins Royal.
2: She's a Hopkins Royal.
0: Hopkins Royal.
3: As now, you were going through the she, uh, apparently,
0: oh. she has a. Uh, migrated to St. Paul. She sounds like a Minneapolis gal. Hopkins, Augsburg, Philippe Cunningham, but uh, can we, obviously, uh, although in this day and age, I'm not sure it would make any difference where you live, you'll just get elected.
3: She lives in the Crocus Hill neighborhood. Well, that's a nice neighborhood. Yeah, with her, with her partner Tim All and right. their cat And their cat Patsy. Oh,
2: (laughs) how? All
0: right. Again, again, to her credit, she's running. She'll probably win. We need candidates who have exactly the opposite views. Not that we need a candidate (laughs) who would prevent the disabled from using a sidewalk. That's not what I mean. We need candidates who have exactly, exactly the opposite uh, view of how money works.
1: But we have our answer right here. Th- those people don't want anything to do with this because they know they don't stand a yeah, chance. Yeah, from but an how long do the
0: people who don't want have anything to do with this? How long can they sustain their lives in St. Paul? Well, they
2: can't. She's running a values-driven campaign.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How about? Uh, meat and potatoes, uh, debits and credits. The funny
1: think. part about that, Joe, is you were going through the litany You're of You're a your crackpot, Suze, and oh. I mean that ideologically. All you can hear is the uh, the cash register, can't you? Cha-ching, cha-ching. Oh. Okay, that, that was on
0: my screen. I said I wanted to get it off the screen. All right. Because uh, I have to bring other things up to the screen. How is everybody? Great. I'm going to go to this. Let me see good. if I can get that. Kenny, for some reason, living where he does, up in the sticks, <laughs> has no internet availability today. Uh, and we uh, we are the last to help him solve that. I wouldn't know what to do to tell him. In other words, he can't get on a microphone. Is that correct, fellas? Go yes. do
2: it from the
3: library. Mm-hmm. Yes, the library.
0: Uh, we want to review, uh, thanks to some emailers, Let's review.
3: <laughs> what do I hear? That's Larry. Are you listening to the canon? Oh, that's, that's not Larry. That's a guest dog. Habas oh, guest we've dog. got a guest dog in the height house. Yeah, he's, he's very he's loud. He's, he's hair two hair floors away. Two floors away from me right now, and he—you can hear him.
0: What are you running a B and B for
3: dogs? Yeah. We'd like to take care of dogs for people because it's very expensive to board dogs. We don't pe- want people to have to pay, you know, five hundred dollars to take a week's vacation. Plus, I have to
0: babysit a dog beginning today. Oh, we're going to have a dog. Yeah. We're going to have a dog guest. That's you what, know what, what that's Woof.
3: Joe, what kind?
0: Up dog. Oh, uh, a uh, rescue mutt. Uh, oh, mutts are good. But. I love him because he'll rip the face off anyone who would dare approach one of the little kids. Oh, there you go. That's God, a good perfect. dog. Rip the face off him. It took me six months before he would not rip my face off.
1: <laughs> it's better <laughs> than having one of those up dogs at your house. But now
0: babies it's can hit him on. in the face and right. climb all over him. Doesn't touch him. That's it. Uh, let's review again uh, John Kerry. We reached the conclusion that Kerry in one of his... Uh, public remarks uh, basically was saying uh, I could be wrong of course he would deny that he said this I mean, he would deny that he meant this by what he said but what I took from it is hey it's either farming and food or save the earth and he's going with save the earth Yes. and I've got uh, really some interesting responses on that including from uh, Brennan from Brewster
2: Brennan from Brewster chimes in
0: Uh, Joe, as a young farmer, I wanted to give you my two cents on where agriculture is headed. So, for starters, they won't straight up let people starve. That doesn't look good. (laughs) And this is all a show, after all. We just have to figure out our role in it. They, the government, will make it so we, the farmers, cannot do as good a job as we can. Nitrogen restrictions have been tossed around for a while. And in Europe, they are close to being, if not already, implemented. That may not seem like a big deal to a guy from the city, but if we cannot use the proper amount of nitrogen, our crops yields will decline substantially. There won't be enough feed for the livestock, and then the meat shortages and the like happen. On the equipment side of things, modern-day farm equipment runs so clean that when it is taken to the shop, they no longer even put a hood over the exhaust. The mechanics just let the equipment run in the shop. My buddy just got through diesel school, and the instructor said that the air going into the engine is dirtier than the air coming out the exhaust. In my opinion, John Kerry can come out here and help pull weeds and see why we use the equipment and chemicals we do. It might change his tune. P.S. I'm not pulling weeds by hand because I'm some kind of hippie. If we spray herbicides on our crops at this point in the growing season, we risk a yield loss. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're, Reeves, so they're pulling weeds by hand? Yes. Yeah, because he doesn't want to risk chemical use. No,
1: that's exactly right.
0: Because Think of that, all you prematurely gray-haired 42-year-old woman when you drive your Prius to the grocery store. Uh
1: I also spent some time at the old farm yesterday, and the thought occurred to me, John Kerry doesn't believe any of this BS. Seriously speaking, when he's talking about farming, A, he doesn't know what he's talking about, but there's no possible way he believes any of that crap.
0: He can't.
1: He can't possibly be that stupid.
0: Here's from Julie. I listened to your discussion of John Kerry's latest rant about climate change and the next thing we must give up. You were all so close, but you didn't hit the bullseye. Hmm. I believe the goal of liberals and climate extremists is zero population growth. Maybe goal is the wrong word. Kerry seems to have no reservations about 600 people dying from food insecurity. Liberals are also pro-abortion, another zero population concept. Joe has always said, liberals hate people. Well, actually, it's mysterians hate people. The first day you announced the show at the Chan Theater, Chanhassen Dinner Theater, I bought two tickets. I remember where I was when your first radio show aired on AM 1500. Other than a blip of time when I did not realize you were podcasting, I have listened to every show. I've also got my husband hooked, so he wants me to save up co- podcasts to listen to when we are on a road trip. You were like family to me. Some I like better than others, just like family.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Julian Hopkins. Thanks, Julie. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that.
0: Cal Freilich, he taught science. Okay. In a, in a, and he alone helped make it a not-failed academy. Long-time high school, uh, Annandale, he was science department chair. He was the head track coach, academic all-state coordinator. Uh, Retired now. Okay. Cal writes, listening to the podcast with Carrie saying that we can't both feed people and keep climate under control, thus 600 million people will die, reminded me of an exercise I used to do in class when the phrase, follow the science, came up. In looking at the often referred to temperature graph showing increases in the past 150 years, it is often accredited accredited to the industrial revolution and the advent of cars. But other things may be correlated, especially the increase in world population. The increase in population is important because each of us is a carbon dioxide spewing machine, along with all of the other human activities that emit Carbon dioxide, the the increase in population. We're going to follow the science now. The increase in population can be accredited to a couple of reasons: medicine and agriculture. In the early nineteen hundreds, artificial fertilizers were first developed. This caused yields to increase dramatically, thus enabling us to grow more food. Around this time, medical practices also improved. Discovery and use of antibiotics, increase in vaccines, antiseptic procedures among them. Both of these practices, agriculture and medicine, caused reduction in infant mortality and an increase in lifespan, both of which caused increases in population. So if we link the two things together, an increase in population, which increases carbon dioxide output, and the cause of the increase being medicine and artificial fertilizers, we can only come to the following conclusion. In order to decrease carbon dioxide emissions, we must stop using artificial fertilizers and limit the use of medicine to cure diseases. Sometimes when you follow the science, you end up in a place you don't want to be. No doubt. Pushing back (laughs) Cal. Well, who can argue with him? John Kerry.
2: Wood. <laughs> would.
0: He's from the not-failed academy. Correct. He survived his career somehow as not becoming part of the failed academy. Our and they're new- out there. Those
1: teachers are out there. Pushing back? Yes, he's pushing back. Our newfound climate denier, I'm looking for his uh, chart. It's right here. Tony Heller on Twitter. Kenny put us on to him a-, a while ago. But more than 95% of annual CO2 emissions are from plants, soils, and oceans. Humans are responsible for less than 5%. It's a really interesting chart about that very thing. Tom Bonnet. Not Bonnet. Bonnet. (laughs) He's from Nebraska, not France.
0: (laughs) Joe, on Wednesday's podcast, you played a clip from John Kerry where he talked about agriculture's impact on climate change. You asked your staff to tell you what jumped out to them about the clip. For what it's worth, here's the snippet I found most interesting. We just crossed the threshold of 8 billion fellow citizens around the world. The last time I checked, the United States does not have 8 billion citizens. John Kerry clearly doesn't consider himself an American citizen anymore. He's a citizen of the world. If anyone doubts that, ask yourself, when was the last time this former senator presidential candidate and secretary of state, spoke on American soil about issues specific to Americans. While I can't claim to know Kerry's complete itinerary, I'd venture to say it's been years. He's thrown in his lot with Klaus Schwab, George Soros, and the rest of the carbon hogs, who inexplicably continue to lecture American citizens about our supposed wretched excess... Even though the last time I checked, I don't own at last count homes in Sun Valley, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, Martha's Vineyard, and Boston, not to mention 80 factories worldwide emblazoned with my wife's name. Hmm. This brings to mind a question I've heard you ask on multiple equations, occasions. What makes the current crop of socialists, the squad, John Kerry, Bernie Sanders, believe that socialism is miraculously going to work this time when it's failed every time it's been tried? Kenny's comment made me realize that they believe it will work because this time it's global. Heretofore, people have been able to escape the misery of socialism by emigrating to places like the United States and Europe. Now, Western nations are beginning to resemble more and more the misery they left behind. It brings to mind an interview Glenn Beck conducted with a woman who fled Maoist cultural revolution and now lives in the U.S. She's petrified because she sees in America the birth pangs, of the very oppression she risked risked her life to escape. There was a time in our country when a man of John Kerry's stature, when if a man of John Kerry's stature uttered such nonsense in front of a group of global elites, there would have been a collective outrage and even accusations of treason. Hmm. Now it barely gets a passing mention on a podcast in Fox News, even as 99% of the population argues, Barbie. Or Oppenheimer. Happy positive Thursday. Good luck, Todd from Tom from St. Paul. He's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, get out there and have some fun while it's still allowed. Mm-hmm. Get up to EcoFun Motorsports where the sale is still on on... Uh, Electric bicycles by any Bentelli, Scootstar, or Yamaha electric bike at regular price. Mm. Get a second one of equal or lesser value at 50% off. They worked hard with the manufacturers to pull this off. Yep. But get up there and buy two and then have an enjoyable riding weekend. There's only two weeks left, or less than two weeks left, of this manufacturer's authorized electric bike sale. It ends August. <coughs> 12. It's the first time ever at EcoFun, and they've got the Bitelli, the Scootstar, and the Yamahas on sale. They got a great, big, sweetheart parking lot in Forest Lake. You get to EcoFun by getting off on 97 and go west a couple hundred yards. There's EcoFun with a great, big, new parking lot for your test drive. (laughs) Leave there with two e-bikes with the correct size, the right tires, the right options, the right seat, the right handlebar. Everything you want will be taken care of. They are the king of electric bikes, and while you're there, check out the gas-powered scooters that turn urban errands into adventures, youth recreational equipment, Vanderhall Roadsters, 4x4s, uh, helmets, apparel, great service, great people, EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, west of, 97, west of 35 on 97, and in Burnsville. On the service road of life near County Road 42, EcoFunMotorsports.com.
1: not a garage
3: logic town council member here's what you're missing
0: i was sitting in a chair sunday night i got out of the chair and i've never experienced such pain in my life in my
2: right leg which would not work Ooh. couldn't walk well you're lucky that you just got checked out thoroughly
1: guaranteed you were dehydrated how much do you drink a
2: day a lot
1: no 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 how much water do you drink a day
0: probably not enough water <laughs>
1: well it went from a lot to yeah. not <laughs> enough how much water do you drink a day?
0: Oh, well, this was Sunday.
1: You had two cups of coffee before 10. You count the
2: holy water? Or no.
0: Got a couple of NAs.
3: No, that doesn't help. And some iced tea. Water. <laughs> no. Uh, I guess that's I never have water. water. Maybe I'll I, buy that theory. I probably didn't have water. Caffeine, that can dehydrate you. Yeah, most, whatever. looks NAs are I just don't care. Water.
0: Never mind. <laughs>
3: Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic
1: with unfiltered audio and video access. Invites to exclusive events. An emailed newsletter from the May himself and more by signing up at GarageLogic.com
0: you cannot stop him. He'll just make a
1: move. Joe Suchere. Got a great email from Greg saying, Reeves, thanks for the recommendation of North American Banking Company. My wife and I were make, or looking at making a switch and we are glad to do business with the GL company. Well, thank you, Greg, for making the switch just like I did a few years, a few years, a few months ago to North American Banking Company uh, because they get the time to know you and what you want to do with your money. You know what? They're the best. And they have six locations to serve you. My location is in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location over there in Maple Grove. Now listen, they offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other big banks, but with the service of a community bank. They are also locally owned and operated, and this is huge because it means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They are not sent out of state, and this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. They first opened back in 1998, and they made made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you. Well, a lot has changed since then. This commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. And they get it. There's no shortage of banking options in the Twin Cities. So if you're tired of just being a number to your big national bank, (coughs) then be sure to check out my friends at North American Banking Company. Check them out online, nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com. North American Banking Company member, FDIC, Joe, is an equal housing lender.
0: I was astonished and should not have been. My astonishment I'm afraid would be demonstrative of my naivete. Hmm. The head uh, the play story in today's star <laughs> tribune. Yeah.
2: Calls, this was said just by a lot of people as well. Do huh? you want to make sure you didn't miss this?
0: Calls for reparations for people who used marijuana. Sure. <laughs> uh it's in the uh it's in the bill. Uh however many thousands of pages this ill-prepared bill was, uh, in there is the can renew grant. Mm. <sighs> it was largely overlooked. No, you don't say. <laughs> <clears throat> during discussions at the uh, state capitol. Uh, when you ask what happened to Minnesota, you have to keep this in mind at the top of your list. What the hell happened to us? During, uh, uh, starting in fiscal year 2026, the program will award, will award $15 million a year to eligible organizations in communities that have high concentrations of people who were convicted of a marijuana offense or had people or had family members who were convicted. Communities with large veteran populations, high poverty rates, or that have been determined to have experienced a disproportionately large amount of cannabis enforcement will be eligible for the funding. This is a form of reparation, said State Senator Lindsey Port, DFL Burnsville, who sponsored the marijuana bill in the Senate. Direct harm has been done to communities by a prohibition and by the state, and it is our responsibility to undo that harm. Uh, Look up, Rook, Lindsey Port. I'm just looking for biographical information, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, P-O-R-T. She's a state senator from Burnsville. Uh, Direct harm has been done to communities by prohibition and by the state, and it is our responsibility to undo that harm. This is really our first major investment in doing that, and it should uh, have the same kind of lasting effects that unfortunately the war on drugs has had on communities of color.
2: She grew up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, she moved to Minnesota in 2001 to attend the University of Minnesota Twin Cities. Elected to the Senate in 2020 with 53% of the vote. Personal life. Port lives in Burnsville with her husband and two kids and serves as the executive director of a professional development nonprofit group. Mm-hmm. Uh, no other information. She's on the following committee's Commerce and Consumer Protection Finance Policy Committee. yeah she young gal? Um... Don't get a birthday. Let me look.
0: Everybody's young to me. Right. I'll keep looking. (laughs) Port said she's not aware of any other state grant program like this in the nation. The Can Renew grants will be funded by tax revenue from cannabis sales. Minnesota's law imposes a 10% tax on marijuana product sales. The state's Office of Cannabis Management, that hasn't been formed yet. That's a whole other degree of bureaucracy that has to be created with an office, staff with people, computers, printing paper, secretaries, people that will get benefits and vacation, and on and on and on does the government grow? But if you break this down, check it out. You check this out, you mean to tell me <laughs> that we're gonna pay people who I don't know how this'll
1: work. Oh, that doesn't matter, Joe.
0: Doesn't what, matter. five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, got uh, got a cannabis rap on their record? That would involve a lot of white people. Do they know that, I well, wonder?
1: But maybe there's different rules then.
0: But by that reasoning, what's to stop you from having a Can Renew Grant program for people who got... More speeding tickets disproportionately than other members of the community.
1: Or, you know, for instance, we're not charging now. I think it's starting, what, yesterday, whatever the first was, two days ago. Shoplifting is now not going to be enforced. So if you were charged with shoplifting... Exactly. That's a a great analogy. Then that should be rescinded, and you should be paid back for that time.
0: Maybe there will be a, a Can Renew Grant... For people who got behind on their mortgage because they were victimized by unfair banking practices, there you go. Which would be determined by the likes of Lindsay Port. Hmm. So my, th- I got a theory.
2: You want to hear what she wanted to do with the surplus? Yes. I was a Q and A with the Southwest News Media. Um, it was projected to be nine billion. Okay. Uh, we it,
0: well, it went to eighteen. It went to ahead.
2: eighteen. What ideas do you have to making use of that surplus? We need to create an economy that works for all Minnesotans. This means we must fully fund public schools, or fully fund public goods and services, such as our public schools, mental health resources, and first responders. We need safe and affordable housing, affordable affordable
0: affordable. for whom
2: lower cost prescription drugs expanded access to health care we create a vibrant economy when we invest in our communities and put money back in the hands of minnesotans such as eliminating the tax on social security which i voted for in 2022 corporations are driving inflation and profiting off the backs of working families i have championed bills to address price gouging and monopolies to protect against corporate greed.
1: I have a question. Uh, you said Southwest News Media. Where, where did this candidate arise from? Burnsville.
2: Yeah, she's in the Burnsville area.
1: Here's my question. Um, all of that rookie just said could have been a sheet handed out to every candidate in this state. Yeah. Absolutely. Across so the board. So do they name. do that? Do they say, hey, here's your sheet of talking points? Yes.
0: In fact, it's just boilerplate language to say... We need an economy that works for everyone. Fully
1: funded well, it education. it already does. You just have to work. Right. Fully, you know, we have to have afford- affordable There's housing There's no such for thing all.
0: as fully funded education because the bar keeps getting moved. Right. Safe, there is no such thing. Safe, equitable so housing. So she's full of B as in B, S as in S, like all the rest well, of the, the mysterious. Yep. Yet she got elected. Okay, but here's my theory. Here we go. We seem to be electing a class of American... Who believes that the people who work hard or have worked hard, Mm -hmm. raised families, own single family dwellings, own their own transportation, have never been arrested for marijuana usage, and then you can start helping me fill in the blanks. What else? Uh... Have a clean record. Have a clean uh, driving record. Have a clean criminal record. Led. Paid back their student loans. Paid back their loans. Have led the life of squares. You were just squares. We want to be accommodated for our lifestyles in which we were not squares. We were... uh, drug users, we uh, were lazy, we had extensive criminal records, but we we, we want the equity. We want the equity along with all of you saps who played by the rules. We want our equity. You've even seen it where you got these morons arguing about which neighborhoods have more trees than other neighborhoods. Well, there being nothing to stop anyone from planting a tree, but you uh, you get politic You get candidates like
1: Suze Worley worried about the birds,
0: who uh, doesn't seem to have a grasp of how money works. That there's a, there must be some a pot of money money out there and. She would use it to create equity, generally speaking. Well, so does this uh, Lindsay Port, hmm. whoever she is. She's, she's obviously a product of the failed academy at the U of M, I guess. Do you know what her degree was in?:
2: I did not, say. Did not say.
0: But it, it, it must strike her as it was an example of inequity if you were arrested for marijuana use, as all of us were uh, uh, susceptible to years ago, it was illegal. Now you've taken the first step in making dope legal. But that wasn't enough. We want to pay people for using dope before it was legal. We want to have a Pot of money set up for you. Where's my email on this? If, I,
3: if I'd have known this, maybe I'd you know indulged a little bit. Me too.
0: I have a great email on, on dope. On the weed. Dope. Uh you just bear with the old merits, dope. right? Lindsay here.
2: looks like she's oh. probably in her mid forties, maybe.
0: Whatever. She
2: does not specify her degree.
0: Hobbies? Any hobbies?
2: Uh nope. Mm-hmm. Biographical details. Burnsville married two children.
0: Well, she got a family. yeah. Tim writes, your uh, crack staff must have been on crack again because they <laughs> failed to look into the complexity of dysfunctional Minnesota cannabis law passed by a democratic legislature that could not have understood what the bill contained or they wouldn't have passed it in this form. I believe Tim, we did say that. We yeah. did we have discussed. Mm -hmm. What a cluster bleep this is. But he's got some great points. As of Tuesday, yesterday... No, I'm sorry. This is Thursday already, isn't it? Yeah. Good Lord. As of Tuesday, Aug 1, Minnesotans can possess two pounds of pot. That's a lot. For their personal use. Can I stop right here and ask a terribly stupid question? I deserve ridicule and mockery for asking it. I think I know the answer, but...
2: (laughs) No. Why did they stop at two?
0: No. Why two? Pounds when up? when you see the pot for sale, for example, at the at the Indian uh, Lodge, uh, what's Red Lake Nation? Is it? Yes. Okay. It's selling yep. it, and there are jars with clumps of marijuana in it. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. My stupid question is: Is that what you take out of the jar and crumble up and, and roll a joint? <laughs> is that what it is? I, I wish
2: Kenny was here. I don't know. I've never. See, bought yeah. it's not that. Yeah, dumb. I've never bought. That's marijuana. what
0: it's got to be for. Right? Or you put the whole glob in a pipe, I guess.
3: Yeah, or a a bowl or a bong or whatever.
0: Uh Or a hookah. Hookah Hookah this. I got your hookah right here. (laughs) Hookah, hookah, hookah. Uh, Where am I?
1: How do you start the pot? (laughs) Do you put it
0: in paper? You rub two sticks together.
1: Where
2: (laughs) are my zigzags?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Remember, I was always always frightened to buy the zigzags. You know, I was, I was like the guy in uh, diner. I'll take a yeah. comb, uh, toad, toad, toad.
3: As American graffiti, graffiti. graffiti. not, not, diner. not
0: diner. whatever. Close enough.
3: A comb or bottle of Old Harper.
0: <laughs> As of Tuesday, Aug. One, Minnesotans can possess two pounds of pot for their personal use. Further, they can have two ounces on their person without any legal issues. Also, you can smoke cannabis in front of a daycare or while standing in line at the state fair, as the legislators forgot to include restrictions or limitations on its outdoor use. Let me add that the fair just announced no smoking dope inside the fairgrounds. Killed John's news story. While that is bad, the story gets weirder. You can now smoke pot legally in Minnesota. However, there are no retail outlets allowed to sell pot with the exception of the tribal uh, situation, Mm. until 2025. Well, here he is. The exception being Indian reservations are allowed to sell it now. However, only Red Lake is signed on to sell pot to the public. Their thinking was they are hoping to use cannabis to wean kids off opioids. We are pulling for them, but not optimistic. Red Lake is a 500-mile round-trip drive from the cities, making it not so handy for your local pot smoker to buy his stash there. So your best option is to buy your pot from a local dealer who ultimately gets his supply from the Mexican drug cartels, those opioid-selling, sex-trafficking, gang-banging, illegal immigrant-running cartels. So the the cartel is going to enjoy a rise in pot sales and profits for one and a half years thanks to the Minnesota legislature and their ill-conceived, nonsensical marijuana bill without any distribution plan. Buying pot from the local cartel guy is still illegal, but once it's in your pocket and it's under two ounces, you are good to go. What is wrong with our legislators? Well
1: <laughs> Where do we start?
0: I heard the bill's sponsor discussing her efforts to marshal the bill through the House. She said it was about equity because black people are arrested five times more frequently than whites. Well, I guess that's where the reparations come in. So this was the answer to that injustice. Equity equals we stand at the brink of nothing being illegal in this state. Good luck, Tim Groutman, official member of GL and staunch defender of Seafoam and
3: Aquacide. Thank you, Tim. Hmm. (sighs) I have a question related to Tim's uh, letter. I'm glad he brought that up because... As I read this, I thought, well, this is ridiculous. This is this is parody. This is asinine. This is whatever. And then I thought, why did no Republican legislators ever bring this little facet of the bill up? Did they just not know it was there? The reparations fund? Yeah. It was in the bill. Why didn't they bring it up? Uh, I mean, because you know who that's everybody a, think it's ridiculous. You know who that's yes.
1: a question for? Representative O'Neill. Because right. she's the one that combed through all of this and brought a lot of it to our attention on the but, show. But
3: I think I
0: can. I think that's why. I, well, then it might have been only O'Neill who could have brought it up, and for all we know, she did. And I say only O'Neill because we saw her again, by the way, at our Friday night at the ball game, the
1: Target Field takeover a couple weeks ago for whatever yeah. that was. Where you almost got killed by a foul ball. Right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, and and she is a trusted servant. She reads. She's like you.
1: She reads the tuna fish recipes. She reads
0: it all. So to answer John's question, John, she might have been the only one to have read that. Because I think what we learned in this last legislative session is how much, how many words are literally consumed to create a bill and how few legislators actually read every word. Yeah. So my answer to you would be, if if Mar- it's Marion, right? Yes. Marian, if Marion oh, yeah. didn't read it, I mean, if Marion read it, for all I know, she brought it up.
3: Yeah. But didn't get anywhere. Well, there's only one reference in this story. A guy named uh, Nolan West from Blaine, who's a GOP state rep. Mm-hmm. He said he voted in favor of the new law, but doesn't support the grant program,
0: which. <laughs> Well, which I, unfortunately he appears to be stuck with is voting for the law.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's
0: part of so, the law.
3: I, I, I don't know. I just, that's what made me start thinking. Well, why didn't any Republicans <clears throat> bring this up and, you know, argue against that part
0: of it? But least. to conclude our fascination with reparations, if if in fact the the bar is accommodating concentrations of people who were convicted of things that are now legal, where in God's name do the reparations end?
1: They don't. They don't. And we all know that.
0: I think reparations is becoming another backdoor way of guaranteed income.
1: Is it also some form of vote buying if you run on that campaign of course promise. it is
0: but i think i think reparations are becoming a, a, another means of bringing about the corrupted nonsense called equity remember equity can only result in you losing freedom
2: yeah
0: that's that, that's the only outcome it can possibly have equity cannot coexist with personal freedom because equity means you have to be the same as your this guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, there goes my freedom to be different, to achieve, to excel, to be an entrepreneur, to, to compete, to do whatever. Equity cannot co-survive with freedom. And it seems to me the more these ideologically corrupted legislators from the failed academy introduce things like reparations for even smoking weed... <laughs> then you, this is another means for them to bring about the payments they believe will result in equity. Hmm. So there you have it. Why don't we come
1: back Whoa. with John Haidt? Okay. Okay. <laughs> You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times, and that's why you need the best, and also somebody that you can trust, and that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts, and he's here for you, so give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you, so give him a call today. no obligation that's right no obligation it's absolutely free 952-925-5608 and tell them you heard about them here on the garage logic podcast investment services offered by josh arnold investment consultant llc a security investment advisor past performance is no guarantee of future results all investments involve risk all comments and opinions are josh arnold's and do
0: not constitute investment advice chris reavers is a paid endorser
4: the earth is not your mother the joe sugeray show
2: love those wonderful wonderful tones Thank
0: tragically you. tragically hip
2: very nice um it brings to mind a calmness a calmness which of course minnesota masonic charities they're on the garage logic podcast To tell you about themselves and some of the good things they do, not to pat themselves on the back, but just to show you what a great and what wonderful history they have at Minnesota Masonic Charities. And as you know, Minnesota Masonic Charities is one of the Minnesota's leading service organizations, and they've got a golf tournament for this charity. Just one another great example of what they do is the Minnesota Masonic Children's Clinic for Communication Disorders. It's located in Duluth. They provide early identification, treatment, support for childhood communication. Communication disorders and have helped thousands of families unlock the world of communication, which is so wonderful for their kids since 1900. Amazing work by amazing people. I'm going to give you the website. I want you to check it out Masonic Children's Masonic Children's If you want to get involved, that's great. They're holding a golf tournament August 14th in Duluth. That's just around the corner. Call 218 390 0864. if you want to participate in that golf tournament. Minnesota Masonic Charities, compassionate, committed, and oh, so capable.
0: John, may I read something before your news? Certainly. Tim Buck 2 is how he signs his emails. He always comes up with some interesting stuff. Yesterday, uh, I found myself somewhat marveling at I was alive When the last Civil War veteran died Mm, in Duluth.
2: Mm -hmm. I recall.
0: At the age of 106 in 1955, a Civil War veteran died. Mm. I was on Earth when a Civil War veteran died. That's cool. In yesterday's history segment, you commented about living contemporaneously with the last remaining veteran of the Civil War. But an even more amazing story of longevity involves the family of President John Tyler. Are you aware of this, this. John? Yes, I'm very aware. Uh Who was our 10th president? John Tyler was born in the 18th century, 1790 to be exact. His presidency began in 1841, 20 years before the start of the Civil War. Yet one of his biological grandsons, Henry Tyler, is 95 years old and living in Virginia. Shut up. (laughs) While the math for a president born in the 18th century may seem impossible, it's due to the fact the former president and his son both lived very long lives and both had children very late in life. President John Tyler had 15 children, and he continued to father children well into his 60s. He had remarried a woman who was thirty years his junior. He had a son, Lion Tyler, when he was sixty-three years old. Lion Tyler, L-Y-O-N, followed in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, four o'clock, honey.
0: <laughs> Lion Tyler followed. God, you know, <laughs> Lion Tyler. Followed in his father's footsteps by a marry, by marrying a woman who was thirty five younger than younger thirty five years younger than him, and he fathered a son when he was seventy five. Wow. Now let me pause right there. Aren't some current people up to that? Uh, Tony Randall was, uh, and uh, Al Pacino, yeah, and the rest yeah, of these yeah. goofballs. okay. Mm-hmm. And he fathered. And he fathered his son when he was 75 years old. That son is Harrison Tyler, who is living in Virginia today. The three generations of the Tyler family span four centuries, the 18th, the 19th, the 20th, and the 21st centuries. So Harrison Tyler could rightfully make two astounding claims. His grandfather was the 10th president of the United States and his dad was 12 years old when President Lincoln was assassinated. 28 years old when President Garfield was assassinated, and 48 years old when President McKinley was assassinated. We often think we live in tumultuous times, but millions of Americans lived through a civil war and three presidential assassinations in a 36-year period. Wow. Thank you, Tim.
1: That is really cool.
0: That is just amazing.
1: Where is What is his residence currently? Who? You said he's 95. He's, he's in Virginia.
0: Virginia. And his name is Harrison Tyler. Wow. Uh, let me double-check that. Yes, Harrison Tyler is... 95 years old and living in Virginia, a descendant of the 10th president of the United States. That's cool. Here's John Haidt.
3: In the news, more marijuana news. Uh, It's only been about 48 hours since recreational marijuana became legal here, and businesses and law enforcement are already butting heads over what products are okay to sell and what's not. We're stunned. Faribault Police Chief John Sherwin said yesterday was the start of a new era for legalized marijuana. And on Tuesday, the first day of legal recreational marijuana, police seized nearly two dozen plants from what they called a tent sale outside of Faribault tobacco shop. Sherwin says even if the plants are not yet producing THC, the ingredient that makes a user high, they are what he calls an instrument of potential crime. The chief said the flower is not developed, the bud is not developed, but when it does, it's certainly going to be at a level that exceeds that threshold. But Matt Little, the founding partner of Nuquana, a wasika based licensed hemp company, disagrees. He said it's a house plant that we're selling. There is no THC in the plant. Little says it was he who put the plants on the market. He says he consulted with his attorneys and he has the right to sell non flowering plants well tom gallagher an attorney with the minnesota chapter of the marijuana advocacy group normal says there's some confusion in the new law because it doesn't have any specific language about immature plants he notes that no one has been arrested this is the police chief again notes that no one has been arrested and that his department is consulting with prosecutors to see how to proceed and move forward with this case Police say a man has died, another injured during a shooting in St. Paul. According to police in St. Paul, officers called to the 90 block of Manitoba Avenue West just before 11 o'clock last night for the report of a shooting. When police got there, they said they found a man who had been shot in the head. He died at the scene. Meanwhile, another man who police say was grazed by a bullet was taken to Regions Hospital. No other details on his condition. The man who died has yet to be identified. His death is the 21st homicide this year within the city of St. Paul. If you have any details about the shooting which could help st paul officers with the investigation you are asked to contact the department's homicide unit at 651-266-5650 metro transit police chief ernest morales III gave his quarterly crime report for bus and light rail routes to the metropolitan council yesterday that report shows that during the first six months of 2023 crimes such as weapons drugs assaults and theft rose 40%. 40%. Huh, Com- only 40%. 40%. Only 40%. Yeah, compared to the same time period in 2022. A uh, Part of that, of course, there's more riders, but part of it, well, there's more crime. Chief Morales, who's been on the job since late February, said there is a bright spot because during his brief tenure, the crime numbers have started to trend downward. So they were higher at one point, apparently. He credited his officers for interacting better with the community and targeting crime hot spots. Morales also said Metro Transit PD is still down about 65 officers, but his staff is working on an aggressive recruitment campaign to try and attract new officers, even some as far away as New York, to join the Metro Transit Police Department. He says the real challenge will come in October when the temps start to fall and more people hang out in the buses.
1: You know, this fits with your theory of um, treating people less than, because Mm -hmm. unfortunately the the Metro Transit isn't designed for the likes of of us on it for a commuting purpose, but there are people that need that Mm -hmm. to get to work, to get their kids, to go get groceries and and they now it's completely unsafe. It's too dangerous. It's way too dangerous. I saw a fight on a platform leaving here two weeks ago. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, This is gateway.
1: <laughs> West Westgate. Westgate. Westgate.
0: Yeah. I'll make you at Westgate. And it wasn't
1: Dowers, it was the one that's just down here by the uh, yeah.
0: I'll meet you under the clock at Westgate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like it's Europe.
3: Oh Lord. <laughs> 600 Kowalski's markets West Metro workers who were slated to walk off the job tomorrow instead overwhelmingly ratified a two-year contract with two to four dollar hourly pay increases by spring of 2025. United Food and Commercial Workers Local 663 announced the voting results last evening. At the lower end of the scales, a store retail specialist starts at an hourly wage of 13 and a quarter going up to $20.30 after five years. That's according to the previous contract on the union's website site that expired March 5th full-time food handlers and pharmacy employees started at 1545 going to twenty-six eighty-three an hour after five years so both those will go up by two to four dollars the contract ratified Wednesday offers pay equity measures and expands 401k access to all union members and secures increased contributions union members were also able to secure their own union health care plan versus going to the grocer's plan and will not have to pay contributions for two years at
0: bleeping late rail it was sold like an f scott fitzgerald story i'll be wearing my tennis sweater and i'll i'll find you (laughs) under the clock at gateway and we'll go to the harvard yale game (laughs) yes BS. be tripping over someone's
3: poop (laughs) Mm. after 20 20 years yeah 20 years in business, Minneapolis Tiki Bar Psycho Susie's Waterfront Lounge is closing on August 19th. For the past two decades, we welcomed you through our tiki-laden jungle, wrote Leslie Bach on the bar's Facebook page. All good things must come to an end, and this Psycho Susie is ready to hang it up and put on her retirement hat.
0: Well, she must be an old-timer, huh, Susie?
3: I don't know. She's been there I've She's never been, been, been there. there. It's a great I place. Oh, a I
0: always wonderful. wanted to go there because I bet it was cool.
1: It is very cool. It's very cool. And they uh, just moved, also, the, when did they move the location, Johnny? Was that about, it's less than 10 years ago, right? It's less than 10 years,
3: yeah. But they just basically moved it down the block. They didn't really it was move it very far. Right. Uh, she also owned Betty Danger's, which was across the street, which was also very cool with the Ferris wheel
0: mm-hmm.
3: in the middle of the restaurant.
0: Well, she had a theme problem.
3: Over there. <laughs> Over the years, the bar has hosted a lot of events that range from live bands, fire breathers, and puppy pageants to Halloween costume dance parties, parking lot carnivals, and a tiki tram offering tiki transportation. At the end of her Facebook post, Bach wrote, I humbly pass the torch.
0: What, what's her name? Who is Psycho Susie? What's her That's name? What I'm
3: trying
2: to find uh, out. Leslie, Leslie I got, Bach. I got sidetracked by the just Psycho a minute, Susie minute Just burger. a
0: minute. Rook, be quiet. Leslie what? Bock, B-O-C-K, B-O-C-K, correct. Wonder if any relation to uh, the food fraudster wasn't her name? Bock, Bach? Amy, Amy Bock.
3: Bach? Th- was it? B- I think that was B. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not I think
0: sure. it was Amy Bach, Bock, B-O-C-K. Hmm. I wonder if she's related to the fraudster. Not sure. I'm not
1: saying she is. I would like to I'm know. I'm not that, saying
0: she is, but
1: I would like to know the real reason why they're
3: why they're closing. Well, their that's doors. what
0: I'm asking about the owner. Is she maybe she's 80 years old?
3: I'm trying to find out, or she, maybe. Uh, she is. Uh, she's retiring, Chris. You're retiring. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Chris, I don't know why you'd uh, find uh, <laughs> problems with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because you know, really successful uh, businesses like that just say, you know what, it's just time for us to shut.
0: What do you want in. her to be embalmed and still working there?
1: No, I'm just. Oh, I wanting, want it uh, it's just weird that you know she wasn't able to maybe sell it or. I'm talking about the climate in Minneapolis right now. Let's all not, let's stop kidding well, ourselves that there's not a not problem. That's not really an
3: area that's horrible. I mean, I, I drive through there all the time.
1: You don't think owning a business in Minneapolis right there, Johnny, has become problematic, let's at, say, right? in the last... She's left. up northeast. I, yeah, it's, John, it's I've been there like a hundred times. I know exactly yeah, it's, where it's, it is. I'm saying a owning a business in this state has become an issue.
0: Yeah, okay, Okay. then. That's just your opinion, man.
3: I'm going to move right along here. The new uh, Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway sign was officially installed this morning. It's too long. Too long of a word. Minnesota Department of Transportation installed the purple sign along eastbound Highway 5 east of (sighs) Audubon Road in Chanhassen. It happened at about 10 this morning. Did Why somebody go out
0: there and right? cut the ribbon and the whole deal.
3: Oh, they had a group of people out there, and there was a picture with all kinds of news photographers. You'll see it on all your news. Did
0: they? Tonight, did I'm they sure. get the gov for this one, or is he
3: tied up with something? Didn't see the gov. All Didn't right. see the gov. I saw some family members: his sister, prince's sister, etc. I so, see. Uh, why don't we take a short break before we do some more news here and uh, send it over to Mr. Reavers? Thank
1: you, John. You know, when I want to support a Minnesota business that likes to stay in business, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I'm talking about my I friends. I support Psycho Susie. I like Psycho Susie's. I'm not Me ripping too. Psycho Susie's at all. I wish that. I would have gone there. Uh, another Minnesota business is Hofferman Water. You know what's cool about them? Maybe they is have when- iced tea hofferman water no just water joe oh. they don't do iced tea at <laughs> okay. hofferman yeah but that's would make the
0: best iced tea but
1: you know what's neat about them is not only are you going to get the best drinking water as joe mentioned to make iced tea coffee whatever you want that's that's job number one at hofferman water but they also update you in fact i just got this email earlier today hey chris we're following up on your schedule reminder to change your filters and you know what i would have completely forgot but thanks to the hofferman water people they remind me hey dummy Time to change your filter on your drinking water system and your water softener. This is why they're the best, because they're not just in it to make the initial sale. No, they want to take care of you over the course of time to make sure that your systems are running at the best that they can possibly do. So get on the schedule right now. 952 952- 894 4040. That's their phone number. You can also look them up on their website, which is, of course, HoffermanWater.com. You can check out every single system that they have to offer, whether it is a drinking water system, a water softener, whatever you're looking for. They're going to be able to take care of you and your family. You get that new system, and Viola, you've got the best water going. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Of Spoon Lake,
0: we're celebrating 30 years of Garage Logic. Thanks in part to North American Banking Company.
2: Here from a veterinarian, all right, who
0: uh, has enclosed a uh, an industry journal article. The industry being veterinarianism, I guess, huh? Mm -hmm. About how uh, they've redesigned now testicular implants for dogs. Mm. And this guy is writing uh, that the people who developed this have too much time on their hands <laughs> and that any garage logic veterinarian installing these devices should be dealt with accordingly and maybe sent by bicycle to euphoria <laughs> sincerely uh, MD Johnson DVM Mhm uh, did you see the oh, Wait a minute. It's oh, called nudical naturals. Oh yeah, Nudic- nudical naturals. Nudical naturals. They've been available since early July as another option for testicular implants. I had a lot of feedback from veterinarians and consumers saying they liked nudicles but were opposed to the hardness. <laughs> the natural nudicles are made from solid silicone form, not the gel that leaks. What? We gotta go Why to would you know House about that? <laughs> The material replicates testicles literally down to the feel, size, shape, and weight. Little doggy package. You know, uh, uh, well, the original nudicles, of course, were made of hard polypropylene.
2: Yeah, I didn't like those. They were I didn't feel right. I tried them. They didn't I didn't feel like right. them. They didn't feel right.
0: They were introduced commercially three years ago, and since then, more than 14,000 surgeries have been performed. How many? For, oh, more than 14,000. Whoa. Uh, on dogs. Oh, that we know. Okay, uh, there's now been no problem. Uh, it's been done by uh, 8,000 vets worldwide, said Greg A. Miller, president of Buckner, the Buckner, Missouri-based company that makes nudical Naturals.
2: Hmm. And, Buckner. Uh,
0: that's right. And uh, they, the, the, <laughs> they don't even cost much. You can get a couple. How of, much can you, well, get, a you little... can get a couple of these for? Twenty-five to $30. You get a pair for well, 30 The Nudical Naturals range from $89 to $129 and are individually available. You can get them for cats, horses, and bulls. Individually available? I didn't even know cats had
2: those. I didn't, uh...
0: Male cats
2: have those? Ah, uh, they got your...
0: I don't do cats, deal. so, no. you know, what do I know? <laughs> I guess they have them. Because you can get them here. You I, can get yeah. them in special colors. I mean,
4: <laughs> so. The Betty, leopard
2: skin, the striped, or the, uh... Solid uh, color. Uh, My God. Betty Lewis, a spokesperson for the American Humane
0: Association, agreed that the procedure uh, would not harm the animal but is concerned about owners who are subjecting their pets to an additional and unnecessary surgery. Uh, In other words, there are owners who want to give the dog that
2: certain look? Yeah. Huh? (laughs) What are you looking at? I'm checking your email oh. as we speak. It, but what, what I wanted to find out here is—is is are we doing this because the uh, the pet has a low self-esteem because he d- doesn't have it anymore? That's what I'm beginning to wonder. I mean, if that's the case, then if thought, that's the you know, case, then out of the trash comes that pet. Remember the pet guest that I just gave you before the show? Yeah. You better grab pet, pet, ther- ther- pet, pet therapist. therapist. Maybe we should talk. And that's to a them. guest we'll never have. You know what do you think uh, about your uh, about your own person there well, see, a little over? It's a process.
0: It a process is was developed to allow previously neutered dogs the opportunity to have neuticles implanted. Mm. Why? Uh, so I, that's right. Why <laughs> would be would be a good question? I guess there's one. Well, you know what? I don't think. want to go is, the I don't purpose. think. I don't know if this is from a veterinary magazine. Yeah, it must be. It must be. Uh, uh hey, my problem would be with it's the, the CTI Corporation's new nudical Naturals claim to keep the dogs looking and feeling the same. <laughs> feeling, <laughs> looking and feeling the same as what? It, a, a dog, the though. The neighbor dog who's got the real thing. <laughs> hey, Rover! Hey, Rover! I got, I got
2: Naturals. <laughs> <laughs> look at it! I can swing them. <laughs> A dog would, I mean, it, let's well, get serious dog, here well, now. Yeah, why Here's dog, what a dog would do a if that's, that's for a dog. hanging from his person. Right. A dog that's going aggra- to his aggravate dog. a dog, yeah. He's going to want to get it. A dog. Wouldn't well, these a dog are, no, these are rip neut- that they, out? No,
0: these are natural. There, That's why they're right down to the same weight, feel, consistency, and look. See, the dog is tricked. dog's thinking, now, wait a minute. I was neutered five years ago. How did these things get back here? <laughs> And all of a sudden I, thought I wasn't supposed to have these. I thought I didn't have these deals. And then the dog borrows the car and takes off because he's gonna because he's got action now. I don't doesn't say anything about action.
2: Yeah. Oh he'll find a way to get some action.
0: You know, the more I think about it
2: Hey Ruffy. If you neuter a dog, yep. that's to prevent
0: the dog from fathering other dogs. Yes. Right? The urge to uh, procreate. So, so really, what you have here is a product. I think you're right. I think it's the once that a lot of dogs once they get neutered, mm-hmm. they just they get depressed. Maybe they just walk around with their head down, kicking sand, yeah, hands in their, their around, pockets if they're wearing leaning pants. against the garage. <laughs> Damn it! I got neutered. If only there was a product out there to make me look normal. Yeah, if I could That's walk what around this with must pride. Be. My God, is this a great country or what?
2: Well, that's why I'm saying maybe that might, guy might not be a guest we'll never have. Oh, a pet man, therapist? Oh, man, i not talking can to a you pet imagine? therapist. You could just say, no, buddy. Hey, buddy.
0: You know why? I, I got one question for you, but heart. we'll set up a whole interview and then the say,
2: heart. what's the deal with the doggy package? What about these units? You and he'll say, oh, the you, you, they should have those. They should feel right. And then you say, thanks, that's all I wanted. Goodbye. Click.
0: Oh, if he was on the phone, I could probably
2: That's what you. I mean. If he was in here, we wouldn't here, do him in I studio. Now you do him on the phone. You buddy. "I'm the wimp, I am." And be therapist. nice to the guy. Yeah. You're too accommodating. <laughs> you know what? You would do this. You're too accommodating. You probably have to accommodate your dog. You need to get tougher. I'm going to tell you something. A,
0: I got a female dog. Yeah. B, if I had a male dog, yeah. I ain't buying no nautical neuter <laughs> natural.
2: That's I can picture your, your nautical phone Nautical, I said. Hi, so I'm looking
0: for the nautical. I would get the dog nautical naturals. Maybe <laughs> a little, little light a sail- little sailboat. <laughs> but I'm not... Can I get the kind that have little sailboats on them? I want nautical nudical
2: naturals. <laughs> All right, the winds... Uh, what, what do you say when you're turning left or right? Prepare to come about lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Doggy. What do they call the?
0: Well, game? you know, the more... Look... These things come across in the mail from observant garage logicians mm-hmm. on the lookout for euphorian encroachment in all areas of our lives. And this is what you... Wasn't it just in the paper about a week or two ago, uh, a California couple with a lot of money that want their dog cloned? Yes. It is not inconceivable to me that those two fruitcakes would buy their dogs new, <laughs> a new
2: set, right? <laughs> You're probably right. So. And the next step is to... Ha- well, no, I guess we are already there with clones. Now, did you know that a uh, a dog,
0: uh, 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 the company also offers a watch, keychain, necklace, and other what time promotional is it? gift uh, items? Where's Rover? I mean, Rover, give oh, me can your Can you button. imagine, though? No, the dog must Lift have two nautical noodle kn- knickers on it. So you'd look at your watch, and some guy would say, well, what's that on your watch? Oh, I got this when I got my dog
2: <laughs> new
0: nautical neck, And
2: the hands of might be paws that are kind of going this way. I don't way, think or... it would be paws. Yeah, it would be the two of yeah, them. The uh... and,
0: uh, and then you can get your wife the necklace. She, she could wear that.
2: Honey, all we need is four more dogs, and I'll what? have the complete 20-inch chain.
0: <laughs> we got to buy another dog just to get the nautical neutrals. And we go now to a Rover. Apparently, there's a, a rover on line ten. Rover uh, you uh, listen to the, you listen to the show? Are, have you been neutered? Was it painful? And so I I, I I take it it was painful. And do, are you aware that you can get something now called uh, here, I, I'll have to look at it. N- nutical naturals hmm? nutical naturals that's right and uh, you could and they're the same weight feel and consistency as your old ones and and you'll be a big hit again with all the other dogs wouldn't you right, right. so is your owner around is your could i talk to your owner Yeah, my rover's going to go. Hello. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hello.
0: Are you the uh, dog's owner?
2: Yes, my name is Janice.
0: Janice, are you aware that for your dog you could get something called Nudical Naturals?
2: No, I thought it was odd that uh, rover was listening to the radio and, right. and actually dialed the telephone. Right. What, uh, what are they? I know he was very excited. Uh, I almost sound like Mike Tyson. <laughs> hello? Janice? Hel- yes, this is, J- hello? Yes,
0: I'm here. Who is this, please? Joe Souchere on KSTP. Oh, okay,
2: yeah, we have you on in the kitchen, and, and Rover decided to uh, <laughs> give you a call. Yes, he did.
0: Apparently you had Rover neutered. Yes. And uh, his self-esteem could be suffering as it?
2: <laughs> Excuse me, I have allergies. Yes, you do. I forgot to take my suit up there. Uh-huh. I think I have to go now. <laughs> no.
1: 30 Years of Garage Logic is brought to you by North American
0: Banking Company,
1: a better banking experience. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. To learn more, go to nabankco.com. Join us
4: all summer long as we look back at 30 years of GL memories.
3: Bail! I see a picture now, too, so there.
4: Truth, justice, and the suturee.
0: John, yes. before you resume, I have to tell you that I was reading that the entire nation of Canada was shocked to learn that Justin Trudeau was married to a woman. Hey, See, yeah. that was from the, I think the uh, B reported that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Since
3: uh, since Kenny's not here, let me do it for him, okay? Yeah. That's, that's good stuff, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: I have to laugh.
3: Uh, In other news, barricades are up as Donald Trump is due in federal court this Uh, afternoon to answer the charges he sought to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. Uh, That'll be about three o'clock our time. Uh, Some Republicans rushing to defend him, uh, but two high profile members of the party are taking him to task. Uh, Judge Michael Ledig, remember him? Uh, no. He was going to be a Supreme Court justice, but uh, then some things happened where he wasn't. Uh, conservative former federal judge uh, was castigating Trump. He said, quote, this is all the more tragic and regrettable because the former president has cynically chosen to inflict this embarrassing spectacle on the nation. Never again will the world be inspired by America's democracy in the way that it has been inspired since America's founding almost 250 years ago because of Donald Trump. Bill Barr Trump's former attorney general warned Republicans to be careful of getting caught up in President Trump's carnage. In a televised interview, Barr said loyalty with the former president is a one-way street. The former attorney general also described Trump's alleged actions as nauseating and despicable. He said someone who engaged in that kind of bullying about a process that's fundamental to our system and to our self-government shouldn't be anywhere near the Oval Office.
0: Uh, uh, Trump followers, he doesn't care about you. He only cares about him.
2: And you giving him money for his defense. And
0: your money that you send him now has to go to pay these Ovaltine rapper lawyers he's finally got his hands on because he's exhausted any good lawyer. You're done with him
3: ovaltine That's an old reference, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Do they still
0: make Ovaltine? Mm-hmm. I was
3: wondering it. the same thing when you said that, actually. That's
0: a good hot cup of cocoa. Oh,
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, this would be some very strange television. Governors Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom have tentatively agreed to debate on Fox News. The Florida Republican and California Democrat have repeatedly sparred over policies on their respective states. DeSantis, a Republican, is trailing former President Donald Trump for the presidential nomination, while Newsom has brushed aside questions about his own presidential ambitions. The showdown between the two seemed unlikely as DeSantis ramped uh, ramped up his presidential campaign. On Wednesday, DeSantis agreed, telling Fox News' Sean Hannity, Absolutely, I'm game, just tell me where and when. An A de Newsom told the political website that governor was also the governor was also in. Newsom's office had sent a formal request offer to Fox News last week with a proposed debate dates of November eighth or November tenth.
0: You bring the cucumber sandwiches and I'll bring a thermos of cocoa. We will enjoy that on a light rail train as we go to the Minnesota
1: Wisconsin game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sounds yummy.
1: Like, did you, you watch them. an English documentary recently? Oh. Is oh. that football? <laughs> <good?
0: Well>, no. <laughs> I just, and I mean, just the way they sold it, it was just such BS. It was just amazing. Look look at the names of the stops. Oh, I'll meet you under the clock at Gateway. <laughs>
3: Anizer Bush says its U.S. sales and profits plunged in the second quarter as drinkers abandoned Bud Light, but the beer giant defended the brand, saying it's still viewed favorably by consumers. Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> the world's largest brewer has suffered through a difficult few months in the U.S. where Bud Light sales have tanked after transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney posted an image on Instagram of a personalized can that AB InBev had gifted her. The post sparked an uproar, angered Bud Light's core consumers, propelled AB InBev to put the marketing executive who oversaw the collaboration on leave. Uh, today, this morning, AB InBev said its second quarter revenue in the U.S. dropped 10.5%, while earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization fell 28.2%. The company attributed the big profit drop to losing market share, as well as spending more on marketing and support for distributors who've been battered by the slump in Bud Light. The brewer said they commissioned a survey of 170,000 consumers in the U.S., it said most of them saw the brand as favorable,
0: about 80%. One more, Johnny, because I got some stuff to read to you that you're going to love.
3: Do you know what um,
2: President uh, John Tyler's nickname was? Uh, I can guess. (laughs) His accidency. Really? Because he was the first vice president to take over after the death of, um, what's his
3: name? Mm Mm-hmm. His the guy that died from from uh, yeah, but there are other the, nicknames the I think he had. I, I thought it would
0: have a pneumonia. nickname more related to how many children he <clears throat> right. had. His wasn't he all night Tyler?
3: Wasn't he also, <laughs> <Tyler? laughs> also Tippecanoe and Tyler too? That's
0: right. The, that's right. You know, in fact, you don't even need another one, John. You
3: don't there even you need go. another story. Well, I got a good one. All right, let's I hear it. I, I'm going to tell you how to live longer. All right, but it's, but it's all obvious stuff. So yeah, don't drink. Is, New study from the American Society of Nutrition's uh, uh, annual meeting, they they announced this, uh, practicing eight healthy habits at age 40 associated with an additional 24 years of life for men, for women uh, at age 40 with 21 extra years added to their lives. Here's what you have to do. You ready? You have to, number one, exercise. I do that. Number two, don't have an addiction to opioids.
0: I have. I do not. Two for two
3: right now. Yep. Avoid smoking.
0: I do that. I avoid smoking.
3: Oh, we might have one here. Manage your stress levels. (laughs) Uh, That's iffy. Okay. Uh, Adhere to a healthy diet. I have that. No binge drinking.
0: Yeah, those days are done. (laughs)
3: prioritizing good sleep.
0: Yeah, like a good night's sleep.
3: And maintaining positive social relationships. I think so. Eh, even, well, it all, a six out of get eight, eight it it <laughs> even uh, only adding one of the habits is good for you could provide an extra three and a half to four and a half years of life I'm sure just, that's true just two of the behaviors add seven more years so just on top again, of
0: your expected lifespan
3: uh yeah well that's the way I took it yeah. yes. Yeah. They well, didn't make whatever. That idea, but that's the way I took it. So. But uh, right,
0: here now, I don't know what this does for your lifespan, but it sure as hell is good for dinner. A root beer float brat. Mm. Oh, uh, the, 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 I'm
2: willing to learn. Uh, it's is, root beer float you,
0: season. When do you have a kid making a run? I want to pack a pack of root beer root beer float brats. So I'll give you the. I'll
2: have to find the out. money. We'll get game up there. That's
0: at Grunhofer's in Hugo, just north of Hugo on Highway 61. That's the newest brat in the inventory. Root beer float brat. It sounds great. Mm-hmm. Well, there's. 140, 145 different flavors of brats, not to mention all the other meats, including thick-cut, double-smoked ham, and bacon, and chops, and steaks, and chicken and salmon, and you name it. It's a it's a meat emporium where garage logicians have turned out in record numbers. Record numbers. Not only in Hugo at the Grunhoffers in Hugo, but in the Forest Lake location. You're going up north, you got your cooler in the back of the rig. Pull off 35, go east for about two seconds. There's Grunhoffers on 97 in Forest Lake. Boom. Load up the cooler, back to the freeway, Bing, bang, boom, you're up to the lake. Love it. Talking to a guy Love last it. night who goes up Danbury Way, he goes up 35, okay. he can swing off and go to Grunhoffers in Forest he Lake. He makes a move. Yeah, Where they're also looking for employees, by the way, if you've ever wondered about a career in the meat industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. It's the best. We've known that for a long time. Spencer has been with us almost from day one. It's Grunhofer's in Hugo. This
2: just in nine minutes ago via um, Instagram, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. They got a sale, a summer sale, 33% off hamburger patties. Yep. Um, Oh dollars 1799 a pound oh. New York strip 1699 a pound that, those
0: are better prices in the grocery store, aren't they?
2: Yeah, you better get up there or check them out on their Instagram Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats
0: in Hugo and Forest Lake.
2: It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchuchere. Because
0: what? Because Gumption County has its own law enforcement, let's hear from the Gumption County deputy on the Ricky Cobb State Patrol situation. Do you see the family of Ricky Cobb? I'm not on a Trump watch, not Trump. What's his name? Crump. Crump. His Crump arrived in town. I have
2: not seen him here yet.
0: Uh, The family is calling for those troopers to be fired. The investigation hasn't even begun, really. But here's our own Gumption County deputy. I am writing today in response to your theory regarding that cops should receive training on how to deal with uncooperative people. There have been uncooperative people since the beginning of police. You are correct when you say we will encounter people every day who will not cooperate with us. That is a fact, It usually takes a new cop less than one full day of police work to realize people are not going to be cooperative. There always have been and always will be people who refuse to cooperate and are obstinate from the word go when dealing with police. We do receive training on how to deal with such people. This is cop 101 stuff. What a coulda shoulda is all well and good after the fact. However, in the fluidity of a situation real time, Does not allow every single option to be weighed, discussed, mulled over, vetted, voted on, and sent to an MBA to determine the metrics of all the possible outcomes. That would be great if that was the case. You also suggested the cops should take some sort of action like dropping stop sticks in front of the person's car when it becomes apparent that the person they are dealing with is uncooperative. To take this secondary action sounds like a great idea, but when you are engaged with someone trying to get a situation resolved, in this case, a warrant arrest, you cannot simply call time out to take some sort of secondary actions and then go back to dealing with the person. I fully understand what you are getting at to try to uh, get people to comply for the safety of everyone involved. However, you should know people drive over stop sticks all the time and their vehicles are not fully disabled. To someone motivated to get away, the stop sticks would have zero effect. Perhaps having snow plows park in front of cars stopped by police would potentially prevent someone from driving away from a traffic stop. Although the logistics of assigning snow plows to follow squad cars around for this task are likely not feasible. At the end of the day, you are dealing with bad guys and they are not playing by any rules. Right. The troopers knew they were dealing with someone who had a felony warrant. This person had to go to jail because he was a danger to others. The subject drove forward on his own free will, knocking the troopers over and dragging them in the process. The troopers had a duty to protect the public at large and a right to protect themselves. Not one of those troopers wanted to shoot anyone. As always, pushing back, signed the Gumption County Deputy.
2: All right. Speaks with authority.
0: I have a note from Dan in Buckley, Washington. Hmm. The topic of towing a Tesla was briefly discussed on the August 2nd podcast, and Kenny speculated that Tesla might have a network of towing contractors or drivers because it's a specialty that may be hard to locate in some instances. Well, the story I can tell you is that there are tow truck drivers who now specialize and probably make their entire living towing EVs. Mm. Mm. My sister has a Tesla and they took it on a road trip from Duluth to Bozeman, Montana this past spring. They had some other sites they wanted to see along the way, so took a roundabout route through South Dakota. Lo and behold, they had problems with the car outside of Rapid City and decided that it's Not going to take a charge. For a normal car, one would think you could have it towed into Rapid City and have it fixed and be on your way. It turns out that not only are there no Tesla service locations in Rapid City, there are no service centers in South Dakota, North Dakota, Western Nebraska, Montana, or your new home state of Wyoming. They had to have Larry the Towing Guy come almost 400 miles from Longmont, Colorado, to pick them up and take them in their car to a dealership just north of Denver. Now, I don't remember his real name, but I'm sure my sister does because they got to sit in the tow truck with him for six hours. They left the car there, rented a normal (laughs) gas car to get to Bozeman for the week, and then drove back down to Colorado on the way home to pick up their electric one. Total cost, towing. Seventeen hundred dollars. Rental man. car, rental car, seven hundred dollars, car repair, three hundred dollars. Top it off with hotels and gas, and they ended up with quite a bill. Regards Dan in Buckley, Washington. Wow, wow. Uh-huh. Yikes.
3: Uh-huh. I looked up uh I looked up US Tesla Service Centers. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of them in Texas, Florida. And California Mm -hmm. and and the rest of the country is very spotty. And I
0: got a great uh, note from Joe down in Texas. He has the precocious 10-year-old. He said, I usually email about my 10-year-old and some GL thing he does or my political observations, et cetera. I have not emailed much about my work. A lot of my work involves analytics, business intelligence, and data science. I went down a rabbit hole this morning after a conversation with a coworker about the weather. She insisted that it is settled science that this year was the hottest on record ever. everywhere. <laughs> I downloaded weather data for 210 US cities for the last 100 years and started digging in. Did you know that over the last 100 years there is no trending difference in the average daily high for July in Minneapolis? There are some years above average and some below. In the 1930s, there were a few years in a row above average. In the 1990s, there were years trending below the average. This year, the average high temp for July in Minneapolis was 84 degrees. In the last 100 years, there were over 20 years on average daily high over 84 degrees. So this year was not even in the top 20. Hmm. The annual high Temp for July in Minneapolis over the last 100 years was 84 degrees. I just read that. There are cities that are above normal and cities below normal. North Texas, it was a few degrees above normal. We hit 106 yesterday and have been 100 for the past month or more. But that is not uncommon here. I found it interesting and thought you might as well. The attached graph shows the average daily high for Minneapolis in the last 100 years. And the graph just shows... That it's exactly what you think Just it's been. Up,
2: down, up, down, up, up down, down.
0: Up, down, up, okay. down, up, down, up, down. So, and finally, only because they come to us all the way. For where are we? Uh, oh, they're in uh, Stavanger, Norway. Ah, the North traveling linemen are in Stavanger, Norway. With this date in history. And boy, Minnesota, we did nothing on August 3rd. <laughs> what? One lousy entry. August 3rd, on this day, August 3rd, in 1794. We have to go back to 1794. President Tyler
1: had another child.
0: (laughs) French Canadian canoe paddlers at the Northwest Company's fur trading post at Rainy Lake threatened to quit unless they were given a
1: raise. To what?
0: I don't know. To what year? 1794. And they
2: recorded that.
0: And that's all we have. Huh. That wow. is a, a commentary on us, isn't it?
1: You know
3: what you get for that one? What? Noted. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Noted. Thank you GLers. Hey everybody, it's John here and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals ready to eat in just 2 minutes weekly menu of 35 options like calorie smart keto protein plus or vegan and veggie and they use premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. Get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need, and you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 and use code garagelogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
2: Holy
3: buckets.
0: What? What happened, Rook?
2: Rookie is since I everyone hear, stopped talking. Hear, hear. Rookie's showing something I'm to showing Joe something on to his Joe. computer.
1: Uh GLers, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button on the Garage Logic YouTube channel. For those of you that are still on the fence about joining us at the Chan Dinner Feet Theater for the Garage Logic 30-year anniversary. Well, guess what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. The uh, tickets are 87% sold out. That's awesome. And uh, find out more at GarageLogic.com. Dinner at 5:30, show is at 7:30. To get your tickets. Did you cover me there? I, I did. I did. We'll be here tomorrow. At <laughs> least they will. Maybe I. I don't know.
3: Not, not me. Sorry. <laughs>
1: It is that time once again that we pick up the phone and we make that call to our guy. Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold is with us once again and now's the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Pick up that phone and do what I did. Dial 952-925- 5608. That number once again is 952- 925-5608. You call that number you get Josh and you will always get straight talk. You will never get sugar coated advice and Josh is on the line with us once again here in Logic and Josh, today you would, of course, like to touch on earnings, but you also want to discuss Fitch?
4: Oh, I got, I'm not going to say inundated with calls, but I had numerous calls yesterday about the downgrade of U.S. debt and what it means. The answer is not much, but it could be a lot, and it's more perception than reality. There are three bond rating agencies, the Standard & Poor, Moody's, and Fitch. They all rate credit both on the government, federal government, state government, municipal government, and corporations, talking about the credit worthiness of these organizations and the ability to pay back debt. Highest rating, of course, is AAA. And U.S. government debt has typically been AAA debt. There aren't too many corporations nor too many municipalities that have the AAA debt rating. Now, the U.S., the United States, us, has the best rating in the world and our bonds attract a lot of capital, not only within the United States, but from outside the United States because have the best ability to not only pay interest, but pay back on principle. But well, one of the rating agencies came out yesterday, that being Fitch, and said they were concerned with what has been going on. Well, we'll just say what's been going on in Washington and their belief that we could have a mild recession either later in this year or early next year. So bear in mind, this is a rating agency, period. They do not invest any money. So they're just rating the bond. Well, they cut the rating on U.S. government debt from Triple A to double A plus on the fact that, and they blamed everybody. They blamed the president's fiscal policy of spend, 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 spend. That it's overboard. They blame the Federal Reserve for raising interest rates, maybe much, much too high. And with interest rates going up and the amount of money that's being spent, the interest on the debt keeps climbing and could get to an unreasonable level and fitch also blames republicans for being we'll say intransigent on the debt ceiling because you are going to have another debt ceiling fight on your hands in the not too distant future so fitch saying, given all these problems, we are cutting debt. That helped to send the stock market down yesterday, despite some decent earnings coming out, numerous companies. And fear, I'll say, returned to the marketplace. The fear gauge, measured by VIX, jumped up 15%. And what would normally be seen as a safety trade, sell stocks and buy bonds, well, both stocks and bonds sold off and sold off significantly. The long bond measured by TLT dropped precipitously from $97 a share to today at $94 and change. Yields, therefore, are up. Bond prices go down, yields go up. And as yields go up, that makes it more difficult for technology stocks and others to compete. But I'm sticking with my internet names. I'm sticking with my leisure names, which also come under fire under that scenario. And I'm maintaining a pretty strong cash position to take advantage of this current pullback, It could go on a little bit longer. Meantime, favorites Apple and Amazon report tonight after the close. Much is expected, and that's much as expected after both stocks have had some pretty good runs this year. With Amazon, the focus will be not so much on their retail business nor their advertising business, both of which will grow, the advertising having pretty strong margins, retail business having very light margins. Concern might be about some of the logistics relating to the retail business. The biggest issue with Amazon that analysts are going to focus in on is the growth of Amazon Web Services. And if that growth rate is below 10 percent with no real commentary of how that could improve, well, we could see Amazon stock drop. And that has happened twice last year. And the sell off happened almost instantaneously twice when the numbers came out. I did not believe that a stock could drop within seconds that that much because I don't know I didn't even have a chance to read the headline when the stock dropped. Apple iPhone sales are not going to be very strong. Macintosh and iPad sales probably will not be, be strong. Services sa- sales Service sales could be up a little bit, but do remember we are heading into uh, what's typically a stronger set of quarters for Apple in terms of sales. question is going to be, when is the new iPhone 15 going to launch? Will that be next month or will it fall into the next Quarter, so that could be a concern with that. Another focus will be how much cash is on hand and how many shares Apple has been buying back. Do be prepared, as I have told my clients, for pullback on the news. Both could represent buying opportunities.
1: Excellent advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make that call for that free 48 minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.
4: We will talk tomorrow. We'll review some of the earnings coming from Apple and Amazon and a little bit more uh, on the bond market.
1: Sounds like a plan. See you then. Bye. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no
0: guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.